1: and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCready.
2: Welcome into another edition of McCready and Siski, presented by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCready. That is uh, Tyler Siski back for a uh, another week here on the Big Show. We'll be with you today, and again on Thursday afternoon, week eleven of the college season is already here. It's hard to believe. Um, two and a half weeks from right now, it'll be Thanksgiving Day. Season regular season, at least the team I cover, the regular season will be over. There's a chance that they're they're still alive in the postseason. Got to have help. Got to have some help. But um, we'll talk about all of those things here in a little bit. Uh, how was your weekend?
3: Not very good. <laughs> it's going great until I had to look at my, my picks. No, it was good. Um, got to uh, got to go uh, sit at the house on my fat ass and enjoy the games.
2: Did you put up Christmas stuff?
3: I did not, but the wife did. That's what
2: she did all day, Saturday and Sunday. Carson and I got it all out of the attic on Friday afternoon And um, helped put a lot of it together. And then Laura did the overwhelming lion's share of it. It's not completely done because when she does Christmas vacation, Christmas, I keep saying vacation, Christmas uh, decorations, it's all in 100%.
3: We got two Christmas trees put up, one downstairs, one upstairs, or she did. Um, A lot of decorations, a lot of Halloween stuff, big Halloween decorator. So we had to take all that down. What is your shirt? Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd, got it. I mean, if you don't know what this is at the top, then I can't help you guys out. Pink Floyd, they don't that's like you don't know what that if I just did that right there, you wouldn't know what that what that was.
2: Not a clue. I would have guessed like the Illuminati or something. I don't know. Oh
3: Pink Floyd, man. Do you like Pink Floyd? <clears throat> it's fine. It's a relaxing jam is what it is.
2: I'm not a person who pays a lot of attention to music, if I'm honest. Um It's not American.
3: And you watch soccer too? I mean, what are we doing?
2: I know. What I did watch some soccer this weekend. I did not. Watched uh, Tottenham lost to Liverpool. It's depressing. Chelsea uh, Chelsea lost. Carson was not happy about that. Yep. So when does this World Cup start? Uh, let's see. What's today? The seventh? I think the yeah. In fact, I know the Americans play their first World Cup game two weeks from today. Have that bad boy. Where line. is it? That that's this. It's in Qatar.
3: That's the one that's Cutter, but it's spelled Q-U-A-T-A-R. Very good. Look at there. I'm an educated Q-A-T-A-R.
2: Guy. What did I say, Q-E? You said Q-U, but it's Q- whatever.
3: It's Q-A-T-A-R?
2: I believe that's correct. Yes, Cutter.
3: That's somewhere I, where I suppose it's warm? Uh, yeah, it's quite warm. Gotcha. Yeah. It's so in the middle that, of the desert somewhere, right?
2: That's correct. <laughs> it's in the Middle East,
3: yes. Just putting up my front. Where's my Miller Lite and my tobacco? I'll be good to go.
2: All right. We're brought to you every uh, episode by Rain Total Body Fuel, three hundred milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. I think we can start telling people about what we got planned for next month. Uh, The people at Rain, bust it up. The people at Rain are um, pleased. Tell them the whole trip or just part of the trip? I will tell them the whole trip. Go ahead. People at Rain are pleased with us. We've done well thanks to you guys buying a lot of Rain. Every time I'm in my gym now, I see rain. I didn't used to see it. Um, It's a good sign. Did you see the tweets that we got? The LSU
3: coaching staff had rain in the uh, press box. Oh, I did see that. And then, so I texted my man Bob and showed it to him. And Bob sent me back another text. Guess who had rain also Saturday? Georgia. Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia Bulldogs. Two U clients. Co-Quick-U teams of the week. (laughs)
2: I will announce my teams of the week a little <laughs> later. Uh, by the way, speaking of rain, I'm having the cherry limeade today. It's a kind of a Monday staple. I need to order some more. I'm about out. Cherry limeade you are? Yeah. I'm going with the white gummy bear. Yep.
3: It's good. That's also become my Monday staple. It has.
2: We can just repeat a few more weeks in a row. We're, we're all good. No, we got. I got.
3: I, I may need to change it up. I need to. I may need some true blue or something on Thursday.
2: So anyway, we are going to go to Boise. That game is December the twenty-first. Twentieth. Twentieth. Going to go to Boise Tuesday. On, Tuesday the twentieth. But we're going to leave uh, the, the, the Comfort of uh, Oxford here on uh, Friday the sixteenth. We're going to fly to Las Vegas. Yes, we are. Going to the Las Vegas Bowl. That's on Saturday. And Saturday in Vegas. Are we going to see the Raiders? Yes,
3: yeah, Sunday. Who do they play? They play the
2: Patriots. Oh, okay. Sunday night. Oh, Sunday night.
3: We it's, also have an invitation to go to the Raiders facility on Saturday if you would like. Oh, yeah, for
2: sure. And then we're going. I don't know if
3: we'll be able to get to practice. but So, we're,
2: we're, so we fly to Boise on the 19th. And then the game's on the 20th. Yep. There you go.
3: We'll do an NFL show. On Sunday,
2: yeah, we'll do NFL show. We'll do we'll do lots of uh, follow us on social media. All the links are right there. Yep, our boy Cole's gonna be with us, uh, filming all of our exploits. So I have a feeling
3: Cole's gonna be tired of me and you by the time this trip,
2: trip's yeah. <laughs> I got a feeling. <laughs> got yeah, a feeling. He
3: has to be the sober one.
2: Yeah, we never did test the equipment this last week like we were supposed to, but that's my. We point. got it. You feel good about it.
3: No, but we we need to oh. test it at some point in time. Y'all did? No, so we need to test oh, it. Oh, yes, we do, for sure. Really, the camera part more than we do the audio part. Then we got the audio good.
2: <clears throat> yeah.
3: Well, yeah. Audio's going to be fine.
2: Okay. So, anyway, that's the plan. Uh, and then, of course, the bet, the road to Boise, the, the big bet payoff will happen there. The loser will be at the... Uh, Famous Idaho Potato Bowl, they're in Boise. The projection right now is uh, UNLV versus Toledo.
3: What's the Las Vegas Bowl projection?
2: Uh, What what, SEC team? I think he had – who did he have? I can't remember. Is that a seven and five slot? Yeah, it's one of the lower slots. It'll be like Arkansas, Missouri, one of those teams. Gotcha. That wouldn't be a bad bowl trip now. No, if you're going to suck. If I'm a player or a coach. If you're going to suck, that's the place to go. Yeah. To play in the Raider stadium. I think he I think he did have – he had Arkansas-Utah. Oh, that, that would was be his, a good That game. was his projection today. Either one game. of them Quick U clients? Uh, no. See, you go try to pick up one of those Dude, two teams.
3: Go out there and just clean sweep, do all four of them. You know, considering, you know, our all of our Quick U clients have had great years, minus one.
2: Okay. Don't want a single one out. Right don't
3: here. want to single one out, mm-hmm. but we all know who it is. Grind. So, but everybody else is doing good. So, excited about that. I wonder
2: if Brian Harson is he back in Boise? Would he sit down with us and have a tell all? Ooh. We could sit Ooh. down with Brian Harson in in Boise at Ooh. his venue of choice. Ooh, I bet I can make some calls. Even if you don't want to be on camera, we could tape it, put it up in podcast form.
3: Look at you, got me thinking. Mm-hmm. I can find a way. I think he's going to be the, uh, I think Brian Harson's going to end up with a, either the Colorado or Arizona State job.
2: I've heard a lot of Arizona State buzz and yeah. some coaching and he's going to get something type circles, people that are around coaches.
3: Then he will never have to worry about working again. Well, Ever. technically he doesn't have yeah. to now. But what do you do though at that age and hanging it up? I don't know. So,
2: but anyway. All right. So, uh, Speaking of firings, two today: one in the college ranks, one in the NFL ranks. Jeff Scott out at USF, South Florida. Frank Reich out at Indianap- Indianapolis. Jeff Saturday, the former—what are we doing? A former Colts center. Uh, he's a broadcaster now. He's going to be the interim. Well, he's a high school coach. Well, he's an NFL coach now. How about this? To my
3: knowledge, and somebody please fact check me if I'm wrong, but to my knowledge, this is the first time an NFL head coach even interim or whatever, has ever been hired that has never had a snap of NFL coaching experience or a snap of college coaching experience.
2: So what do you make of this? Is it just a PR stunt?
3: I don't know. Uh, Now, look, Jeff Saturday is very beloved in Indianapolis. Right, so is this a PR stunt? Ursae loves him, the whole deal. But if it was a PR stunt, why don't we just hire Pat McAfee? How awesome would that have been? Hell, hire Peyton Manning. Or Peyton Manning. I wonder if Peyton got a call.
2: I would think he would have said absolutely not.
3: I wonder if he got the call, though, before Jeff Saturday.
2: Uh, probably not. Cause Cause if probably, you're going that route? Probably would have assumed Peyton would say no. He's got other obligations. It doesn't feel like his cup of tea.
3: Just a weird deal. Like, how do you become the interim head coach and you're on the headset on Sunday and they're talking – and it's the way I can – I don't know how he contributes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't go, hey, let's – you talk and, and – terms like you talk in your language of hey let's run whatever you know 162 sell x post whatever you want to call it you don't he doesn't know the terminology
2: my guess is that he is literally a figurehead to deal with media and that type of thing and to be a this is a it is a pr gesture slash stunt slash hey this is going to free us up to go do some real searching for who we need to hire next
3: well, when you got two old head coaches, you know, that's on your staff with Fox and, and Gus Bradley, and you go this way, this was kind of uh, interesting. And, and then I see in the chat it says, you know, he was a consultant with the Colts. I don't know what he did in that consulting role because he was coaching high school football at Ebron Christian in Dacula, Georgia. So I, he wasn't even up there. So I don't know what consulting he was doing for the Colts. Um, but I just – golly, man, I just thought it was kind of just – with two old head coaches on your staff – and now they they fired everybody they've get, they've let go. There's not one person on their staff that's ever called a play in a game. And they're go, and this is the National Football League now. This isn't the
2: this – uh, Well, i got to tell you, as bad as they looked yesterday, I'm not sure that it really – and I don't mean this hyperbolic. Literally, I don't know that you can be any worse. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, I, I don't mean that to be like a smart-ass thing to say. No, I mean, I'm with you. I, I watched them saying. yesterday. I mean – I don't know whether the game that was called was not well called or was well called or whatever, but, I mean, the results couldn't be a hell of a lot worse. I mean – Well, you got your best running back in the league, hadn't played up to par, and he's been out. Yeah.
3: Okay, and then you – now you're going with
2: a young quarterback.
3: And your starter, they really miss. That's where it started is they miss with Matt Ryan. I mean, Matt Ryan's kind of got a little bit of the Russell Wilson's where his past has passed him a little bit, and – you know, he's, he really looked a lot like Drew Brees did late in his career with his arm strength and, and things, late on ball, late on throws. And then you you follow that up with Sam Ellinger. Go get him, kid. I mean, I don't know. Is it really – I don't know. Something had to happen because two weeks ago, Ursay is kind of loyal to those guys, and he kind of went after him a little bit. But, I don't know, it was kind of – it was an odd deal to me.
2: Um, Any thoughts on USF? Is that even a doable job? It's
3: a great job. It's one of the best group of five jobs out
2: there. Because you're in Tampa?
3: You're in a – well, they've they've been good before. Um, what was the, the coach's name They got in trouble for something? They were a top five team, like, not that long ago. You remember that? Yeah. Um, what was the coach's name? He got fired for – is it abuse or something? I don't remember. I don't know. I can't I remember. remember. But he got fired – um, God, I couldn't. could drive me nuts. I
2: couldn't name the last USF coach.
3: They were they were a top five team, in like in the country, like ten years ago, and talent just everywhere. Kind of like Central Florida, they got resources. Um, I don't know. It's Jim Levitt. Jim Levitt. Thank you. Um uh, thank you there, Dave. But I mean, they were. That's a great job, man. Um, I don't know. It was. Surprised a little bit that he didn't get it um turned around because I, I think the guy's a good football coach. Um definitely hasn't shown on the scoreboard. That that one shocked me. I respect him as a coach, as a recruiter. He's really good. I just I don't know why they couldn't get it turned around because they were atrocious on defense. They may have been dead last in the NCAA in defense. They were terrible.
2: Uh, offensively back. they were okay. We go back to Clemson.
3: I would. There's probably going <laughs> there's probably gonna I mean, you don't think Dabo'd take him back? At this point in time? Take your play
2: caller back from the national championship? Yeah, I would would think Dabo would take him back. Clemson, dude, talk about bad offense. Their offense was bad. Now, I'm sure you're going to give me some football coaching spin here. It was bad. I mean, there's no – what do you mean
3: spin? Nothing. Let me tell you what Clemson is. We'll get to them in the game in a minute. Clemson is a good team without a quarterback. And the guy touches the ball every play. And if you can't be productive, it doesn't matter what the other 21
2: guys do. They brought him in to be what's-his-face's his replacement. No, and look. And by if, the way, he's turning into a bad NFL quarterback in front of our eyes. Who, Deshaun or Trevor Lawrence? Yes. Yeah, I'm not ready to give up yet, but I'm not.
3: He's not going to be an elite quarterback, but I'm not ready to. NFL quarterback, there's not a very high standard, standard there. I mean, there's not a lot of great quarterbacks in the NFL right now. You know how to pronounce his last name, by the way?
2: It's DJ ungalalea I think. Ungalalea.
3: Got me on that one, boss. But no, I I don't uh they need a quarterback in a bad way. But they're not I mean, running back they're good. Offensive line not very good. Defensive they're they're good on defensive front.
2: Good in the front seven. Mm-hmm. Average in the back end. I, I watched some of their game against Notre Dame and I know this is a one game hot take. I've got some one-game hot takes.
3: There's a lot of them this week, isn't
2: there? Um, But my one-game hot take on them is that they're fine. They'll continue to be a contender in the ACC, but their their reign of being a national title contender is over. It's over. They're nowhere close to that realm.
3: Put Bryce Young on Clemson.
2: Yeah, I still don't think they'd be good enough.
3: Okay, interesting. I think they would be better.
2: Well, they'd be better because Bryce Young's world's better than DJ Ungalalea or however you say his name.
3: Yeah, and they just need to have a quarter. They just got to have a quarterback. I think they're fine everywhere else. <laughs> Ukulele. Yeah, that's how I used to pronounce it. Don't don't laugh. Uh, but no, I think the uh, I think the USF job is an attractive job because they pay above average. They're in a great recruiting. Um, hotbed, a lot of students, lots, stu- you know, um, relatively new program, twenty something years old now, um, so it's not like a yeah, a lot of tradition. But Levitt did a great job getting getting them with it, but um, be interested to see who gets this job because this has got coordinator written all over it.
2: You pointed this out to me over the weekend and you want to talk about it today. I did not realize this. It was late in the week. I get to late in the week and I'm checked out. And, uh, by late in the week, the NCAA sort of dropped a little transfer portal, dropped a bomb, transfer portal bomb that, uh, could impact a lot of programs that are utilizing the portal.
3: Yeah. So I don't know if any of y'all could even tell, I know Neil did. Cause we talked about it after the show, my phone started blowing up in the middle of our show on Thursday. Yep. And, um, started taking calls and was really on the phone a lot on Thursday uh, afterwards. Um, Thursday, the, they basically, this is the NCAA's way to get high school recruiting back up. Okay. This was what they were attempting to do. So Thursday, they come out and they say two things. One, which is the most important thing, is once you take someone out of the portal, They are yours until they exhaust eligibility or go to the NFL. Okay. And that's very critical is exhaust eligibility. So let's say, and they count towards your 85. When I say they're yours, they're on your 85 until they exhaust eligibility or uh, they go to the NFL. And what that means is this. If you go and you take a portal kid, and he doesn't pan out for you, And he quits. Let's say he comes to your place and you run him off and he quits. He cannot be on your team. He could be quit, not playing football anymore, but he's still going to count towards your 85. So you better not miss.
2: Yeah, you better really evaluate.
3: You better evaluate and you better not miss.
2: Um, Which is going to be a real challenge in this new window coming up because come December the 5th, it's going to be, okay, portal's open, and you're going to see this mad rush of names into the portal. Now, look, everybody's already tampered and they've already done their homework. Right. But but if there's a temptation to be like, okay, well, you know what? We we really have a hole on our roster at linebacker or corner or whatever. Hey, he's there. We better hustle. You take that kid and he it ends up being not what you're wanting in your program. And he's got three years.
3: Yeah. Now, the rule, the other thing they dropped on Thursday – And I do want to give the NCAA some props here in a second because I like to give them props when they deserve it. On Thursday, they come in they say, also with your guys that are graduating and you're done with, you can't replace these guys at mid-year with portal guys. You can replace them with high school kids or JUCO kids, but you can't replace them with portal guys. That's what got everybody in an uproar because here we are a month out from signing day and everybody's kind of down the road (laughs) recruiting who you're signing and all that stuff and you're telling these schools that they can't replace their, their graduating seniors were port, mid-year portal guys, it had every school in America in a tizzy because they've had these plans. And to the NCAA's credit, and it's the first time that I can remember them doing something like this, Friday morning. They had so many complaints on Thursday. On Friday morning, they came back and amended that rule and threw that out. Wow. So to the NCAA's credit, they're listening to the people who are actually making the decisions um, and fix that. So that part is out. But here's the, here's the key part. If you're a player, you could be Johnny Four Star or Johnny Five Star, and if you're not playing at your institution and you just think you're going to go in the portal and the, that somebody's going to take you, not so fast, my friend. They're going to want to know why you're not playing. Why aren't you playing? Okay, if you're a four-star guy that at a place that's not playing and you're not happy and you go in the portal, they're going to they're not going to take you. They're not going to take that risk. Does that make sense? Of course. And so all these guys that have aspirations that are being national recruits and go somewhere and they're going to leave and go to another national program, they're wrong. They're going to end up going to a Sunbelt belt program or somewhere lower. Because nobody's going to take that chance on somebody. You can't. You cannot sign a kid out of the portal that you know is not going to be a major contributor in your program. Because the high school kids don't count the same way. The JUCO kids don't count the same way. Right. So you're going to see a resurgence of this JUCO and high school recruiting across the country that you haven't seen in the last year.
2: And that's been a big concern. Big concern. A People have been like, hey, we're, we're costing high school kids opportunities. And they have been. Yes, of And
3: – Um, I talked to another school this morning, was on the phone that kind of has been going the other direction that's been taking a lot of high school kids Yeah, and they feel like they're in a lot, have a huge advantage over schools that have been portal heavy, um, because of that. And, uh, the other thing that's going to be, uh, it's already a little stinky. It's going to be a real stinky here in about two months is let's say, let's talk about portal kids that came in before this rule goes into place. So the NCAA says you've already used your one-time transfer, but what they're allowing the kids to do is transfer again, and those kids are appealing at the new institution for eligibility, and they're letting them get eligible.
2: Yeah, I think that's coming. I think that's I, I think I think what's coming that is going to really get people worked up, and I, I could be wrong.
3: I know one that will get them worked up.
2: I think you're going to see kids who have already transferred. They transfer to a place. The coach leaves that place, and they transfer again. And my anticipation, based on the way the NCAA is ruling these days, is it's going to be not carte blanche, but close. It's going to be uh, pro player, and they're going to grant the waiver.
3: Because all the kid has to do, with, and in most cases they are this smart, log her up. And you say, hey, I went to school X because of that coach.
2: Yeah, and he's gone, and I want to leave now. <laughs> this is
3: going to affect my future earnings, yep. yada, yada, yep.
2: yada. And I think the NCAA is going to go, okay. They don't want any part
3: of it. No, I agree. They don't want any part of any lawsuit. And they're going grant 'em. grant them, and they've already been doing that. Now, you have to file the appeal process, but that's going to happen. Now, the high school kid that leaves, there's nothing they can do about it. But the, that's where, because it's already happening, it's already going to happen. Um, and this this transfer portal deal is going to be insane here in about three weeks. Yes, I'm aware. I mean, really insane. I'm aware. It's going to be nuts. Wait to the bowl games. Nobody's – I mean, the bowl games is going to be like 25 scholarship players playing in a bowl yeah, game. Yeah,
2: listen, if you're planning to make a bunch of money betting on bowl games, I think you can, but you're going to have to really be aware. Just take of,
3: the points in every game.
2: Be Be aware <laughs> of who's playing and who's not.
3: Oh, my gosh. It's going to be insane, man. I don't want to think about it.
2: All right, uh, before we get into what happened over the weekend on the road to Boise, I want to tell you that we're brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into uh, bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, like boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp. Plus, enjoy fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs. More than 40 ice-cold beers on tap. Let Walk-Ons take care of your tailgating needs this season as well. Inquire today about their family and friends bundles, the tailgate platters. Order online at walkons.com or on their uh, convenient Walk-Ons app.
3: We went to uh, Walk-Ons Thursday night. I had the um, shrimp tacos. Yeah? Whoa. Good? Yeah. Beignets, shrimp tacos.
2: Disappointing night for the uh, the Chargers.
3: Yeah, they got beat. Yeah. They played well though. That's what I heard. Dude, this let me tell you something. This kid there's a kid at Madison Central. Matter of fact, if we can get the film in, I may make him a quick gym this week. There's a kid at Madison Central that was playing like tight end and quarterback. And that's gonna kill me now. I had the kid's name in my head. Dude. Like Brock Bowers Junior. Really? Yeah. Like he's a dude. He looked really good. Um Young kid? No, he's gonna be a senior. He's committed to navy, I think. Oh okay. but like he's legit he's a power five kid. Okay they could play. Like those guys, they stick out like a sore thumb when you watch them play. I mean, this kid was physical, fast, physical, tough, good player. But they they look good. Madison Central had some good-looking kids.
2: They usually do. All right, let's get into it. The road. You got any more bills you want to pay you, you know, any 45-minute commercials you got up your sleeve? No, we're ready. The All road right. to Boise. All right,
3: here we go. I'll take it. I'll take it like a champ, Dale. All right, so – this week, on the road to Boise, my man Neil goes 4-6-1. Left the door swinging wide-ass open. Yep. And what happened? I followed up with a 3-7-1, <laughs> so I managed to lose units this week. Uh, you were down two units. I was down four. So now, overall, you're forty nine and three, plus 5.37 units. Okay. I have now gone, for the first time all year, I have a losing record. Um, because what happens see what happened is is when you lose multiple weeks in a row yeah. we call that a streak yeah so i'm on a losing streak yes you are it's embarrassing um i don't even know i just it's like it's really frustrating but i i'm now 49 53 and 3 at minus 2.97 units so neil i think we got 3 weeks left and i'm down 8.34 units yeah it is now 44 seconds on the clock and I have no timeouts left and I'm down by 26. So I got to figure out I got some onside kicks I got to do. Um I talked to you before the show. I'm looking at a crazy money line this week. It's time for me to pick crazy upsets and and just get lucky and hit one. I think that's my Now, you can also if you would like go 0 and 11 or 1 and 10. And I can may cut
2: some. I think my I down there. My but. play here is just to kind of play conservative for a week or two and see what what I can do, which is what I've been trying to do. But I've I've also I, I've tried to have a little fun, and I think I need to eliminate the fun. I need to just get to business. Well, I mean,
3: I thought I was playing. I thought I had a great plan going into the week too, and and I felt really good about the weekend when you started off zero and two. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you lost your Thursday night game, Friday night game. I'm starting to calculate up. Okay, if I can go here, I can gain units. Yes, yeah, so I yeah, lost
2: on uh, I lost on Thursday night with the. See, this was what I mean. This was dumb. I took Eagles minus 14. It was dumb. Too many points. Don't lay that many points in an NFL game. Dumb rule. I violated it because I thought oh, I'll be cute. Eagles will blow out the Titans. I mean the Texans, and they they almost did, but they didn't. So they it held up. The trend held up. Just for, so you know,
3: um, I actually looked to see if there was this week, but no. Now, double-digit favorites on the road are now, because the Jets and Bills were yesterday as well, yeah. are now 3-12 and 12 against the spread.
2: Yeah, so if you get a double-digit line, take the dog and the points. Yeah. The numbers are with you. So you so lost I that I lost that one. Friday I was really close. In fact, I felt like I was going to get it with Oregon State. I took the Oregon State money line at Washington. Oregon State loses by 3 they, Oregon
3: State was the better football team.
2: They were. What I should have done was covered myself and and made it and bet the line as well because I would have covered on the line at least.
3: Yeah. They. So the. They were a four-point dog. They were a be, they were the better team. I don't even know. Like I'm sitting there, I was cussing uh, Pennix Junior. Because I was up uh, pulling against you, I stayed up late pulling against you. Yeah. My wife was going, mm-hmm. "Why in the hell do you have this game on?" Yeah. Um. I was like, "Oh, it's just a good football game." I didn't have the heart to tell her. Um.
2: But. They – Oregon State gave that game away. They had a beat. They did. And then I, I rallied on Saturday. Got TCU minus nine and a half. They won by ten. I had – I thought you were lo- – I, I was – I thought
3: – I counted that as a loss. And I came back and they, they
2: – done it. I turned it off. Had Iowa State. They uh, had the minus seven. It was pretty drama-free with the uh, Cyclones. Not they,
3: good in Morgantown right now.
2: They uh, – everything went well for Iowa State. Um, I had Troy, minus four and a half. They they fought and fought and fought, and then they did it. And I would like to take a moment. John Summerall, you and the Trojans, you're the McCready Media Team of the Week.
3: Here's to the school we love where Trojans won. Uh, I
2: had Clemson, minus three and a half. I didn't sweat it because I knew Siski had it, too. They were awful. Notre Dame beat the pants off of them. And then, see, and I got cute here. This was where I'm not going to get cute anymore. I'm done with cute, okay? All right. At Boise State, minus seven and a half against BYU, thought maybe I was gonna be smarter than other people. Nope, don't, don't it was I had other games that I liked better, and every one of the games I liked better covered. Covered. So I learned my lesson. Not doing any more, but Boise State lost straight up to uh to uh, how about BYU. Troy
3: though scoring a touchdown with five seconds to go instead of kicking the field goal? Is that is that not what something wrong. Did you write? I did not watch it. Did you watch it in the byu boys game? Uh,
2: I kept up with it. I didn't watch it. I'll be um, honest. I get late Saturday, and I'm kind of foot- – I know you don't like these words. I get footballed out. I don't. Yeah, you got me on that one.
3: I don't even understand what that means. I started flipping to
2: – Don't say it, dude.
3: Don't say it. Iron tell chef. me NBA. Don't tell me that. Iron Chef America. Oh, I'm okay with that. I thought you were about to say soccer.
2: No. World, um, World Series was getting decided, too.
3: Yeah. How about Man Mattress Mac with a $75 million largest sports bet yeah. hit ever? Good day for him. Did you see, though, how he does that? Like, it's he he's basically hedging. Yes, he's, he's not really. He's not
2: basically hedging. He's hedging. Yeah,
3: but he's not. Everybody's like, oh, it's a, such a big gamble. He's made because he gives away the free furniture. The guy, he was talking about the night before something, he did like $3 million in business off of that. So, he wins.
2: It's a good point, Grind. It's a what, good, what good do point. What are you say? think guys with multiple wives have quit in them that's on you neil (laughs) fair enough can't argue that bless them um all right so notre dame clemson there's just not much to say there's not much to ask it i mean there's not much to say here it's how do you show here's my
3: question though they got whipped how do you how do you but how does it get to that point
2: I mean, they're, you're the, you know they're not that good. They're just not very good. They've, what, they've, been, they've played our, in the ACC. How can we and,
3: say that they're not that good when they had the longest winning streak in the because NCAA? They,
2: because they play in the a- ACC. If you put Clemson in the SEC, they'd lose half their games. But if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Yeah, but if they put them in the Big Ten, they'd lose half their games. They're just not that good. They ran into a Notre Dame team that's better than them. I think they just got to get a quarterback. I
3: don't think they're as far off mm-hmm. as everybody thinks.
2: Fair enough. Quarterback, um, quarterback matters. No,
3: he does. He touches the ball or play. Yeah. But
2: so when you have I don't a,
3: think they made a recruiting miss either. I and mean, everybody's like, oh, how do you – that guy in high school now? Yeah, everybody recruited him. I mean, the guy, was, guy can – like, he looks better in high school throwing it than he does in college. So I mean, in high school he de- was freaking de- – Development? Spinning. No, I don't know, man. Okay. I, I have no – like, I don't even know. It's very confusing. It really is because people that were that good don't turn into that. It just – it's very – it's something's off. I don't know what it is. Sometimes um,
2: the lights are too bright.
3: But, you know, it's not like he played at p Knuckle State. He played at the most premier high school program in America. Yeah, I don't know. That's on ESPN. It's so weird to me. I, I, don't, I don't get it. All right. Um, my Saturday, before I even got to that shitty-ass part, my Saturday started with North Carolina minus seven against Virginia. North Carolina's dominating this game. They're winning by 17 points, and they go to prevent defense.
2: You know what they say about prevent. I've heard. Prevents you from covering. Yeah, I've heard.
3: And so here's where it really gets me is you remember the, uh, the App State game. They learned, and I was hoping they didn't learn. The exact same thing happens at the end of this game that it happened mm. in the North Carolina App State game. So they score two touchdowns in the last couple minutes. They kick an onside kick. Cat from North Carolina catches the onside kick, and it is running for a touchdown. And in the in the App State game, he scores, and they end up coming back and tying the game. Mm-hmm. Not my man this time. He went down. <laughs> he went down, and I was cussing him. <laughs> I was cussing him. I was like, "You're not supposed to learn and remember from your past mistakes." And, Like had it the whole way just fell. I was like, "I, I was I was doomed from then on." I made sure I got Longo a message too that I was not happy about losing that that wager. So they got that message this morning.
2: Okay,
3: Clemson's Clemson. And then we had a game over in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Woo,
2: ugly. Ugly.
3: I mean, where well, your favorite, I know your fandom of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Woo pig. Got upset by your other favorite, Hugh Freeze and the Liberty Flames.
2: Go Flames. God's team.
3: Um, Dude. I mean, first of all, what in the hell was going on up front for Arkansas?
2: That's the biggest question to me is that you watch their performance and the thing that sticks out is twofold. One, fairly convinced Jefferson's hurt, the shoulders hurt, to the point that they're compensating in play calling. But I've never seen a veteran offensive line miscommunicate as much as they did. Seven what? negative plays, is that right? Something all in the Something it, was, crazy. it was the first half. It was incredible. It was like what are y'all doing? It was they were lost. Um down 21 nothing. They get a field goal at the end of uh, Caroline's friend Cam. Knocks in a 50-yarder. Way to go, Cam. Uh, <laughs> He's a friend. Uh, knocks in a 50-yarder, makes it 21-3. Third quarter starts super slow. They block a punt for yeah. safety, 21-5. Then they kind of got going where you thought, oh, this, they're going to – I thought they had a shot to force overtime. They got the touchdown, two-point conversion, got the ball back, touchdown. Was he in? No, he was not in. They got the call right. I couldn't. It was close. It. it was really close, but no. There was that one angle where it looked. It was. Like it was, was so close that I think had they called it the other way, had they, they, it would have stand. Been, yeah, because the best view, one of the receivers is in the way. Yes, but um, I think I think they got it right. I don't like that play call. By the way, if you're gonna, I, I just it's go a ahead. run up the middle and you you're counting on him anyway. Yeah, so but they were playing
3: cover 0 and they have an extra body. Um and ironically, um we ran it again or I didn't, but we had a cover 0 package. We got when I was with Freeze, we were running, you know, rough shot through everybody in the in the country offensively and then we went and go play Bud Foster at Virginia Tech and he said, "You know what? I'm just going to line up and play cover 0 and come after you." And By we, the way,
2: do you know how close this competition is to being completely over? I almost, for the fun of it, Saturday, on Thursday, yeah. almost took the Liberty money line. It was like plus 480. Oh, yeah, she'd been done. We, we, we'd be, this would be, we'd be. Well,
3: I'm just going to let you know, Austin P plays Alabama next week, so <laughs> I'm just going to let you know it's coming. Um, no, but the he ran into an extra body. I don't know if they wouldn't expect him cover zero, but I saw KJ, did you remember, like, on the two-point play, he kind of looks over, like, do you want me to check this, check it? Yeah. And they didn't, and I don't know why, but that, you, he was running into numbers.
2: Here's my hot take from that game. It's a little informed, hot take. Those are the kinds of losses that unless you pull something off here to make that loss sort of go away, those are the kind of losses that lead into a really weird atmosphere around your job stability heading into next season, it could expedite the importance of next season for Sam Pittman and his staff. That was that was not a game that you lose in year three. And look, credit to Hugh. He's done a really good job. You talking he's, about crazy. I mean he's a two point play away from being undefeated. He's done a really I'm not taking anything away from him, but from a talent standpoint One team was more talented physically than the other. And to lose like that is on coaching. It just is. And so that's twice this year against those kinds of teams that they have flirted with disaster. You flirt with it enough, it's gonna happen to you. And it did. And now hey, look, there's not a gimme left on their schedule. LSU, Ole Miss, Missouri, they could easily lose all three of those games. They could. Not be bowl eligible. And I'll tell you it'll speed it up in in today's in today's College environment. We see it everywhere.
3: He needs to be playing blackjack with us in in Las Vegas.
2: Yeah, I think if you offered him the Vegas Bowl right now, he'd jump because that meant they won a game. Yeah, But they're flirting with disaster. And that's the kind of game that will get you on a hot seat fast. I'm not saying Sam Pittman's on the hot seat or any of that stuff. I'm saying that is the kind of game that will get you on the hot seat fast. In today's college football with all the money involved, that right there. Yeah,
3: I think he would be all right. I don't know why. I, I I like the guy. I think he's a good football coach. I know it sucks to lose a game. Um, but let's 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 say this too, though. I mean, it's what you get for scheduling like that too. They didn't yeah. put him in the greatest
2: position. No, they, they scheduled, scheduled Cincinnati, BYU, Liberty. I mean, my God.
3: And then you go and you and look, like, Simo was-
2: but. That it's also your former head yeah. coach, like, bad idea. No, it was they, – they 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 scheduled a loss in there, and it finally got them. I mean, go play Arkansas Pine Bluff, and let's call it a day. I mean, even if KJ gets in right there, winning in overtime is not going to be a sure thing. No, because they couldn't move the ball. Yeah, they yeah. were struggling. So, yeah. But, hey, kudos to Liberty and to Hugh. That's a big win for them. And Where did they
3: get ranked in the, in the AP? I think they're 16th. Good.
2: Yeah. I'll tell you what they are. I've got it written down here somewhere. Liberty is six. No. I don't have it. They're up. Tulane is 16. Liberty somewhere around 20, I think.
3: That reminds me. I'm going to skip back over to yours. Let's talk about my Troy Trojans real quick. Yeah. If a Hail Mary doesn't happen in Boone, North Carolina in week two or week three or whatever. They're eight and one. What's their rank right now? With one, their one loss being at Ole Miss, who's a top-ten team. Uh,
2: they'd be roughly where Tulane is right now,
3: 16-17. I mean, dude.
2: No, I mean, he's done a great job. John's done a terrific job.
3: And not that it's – we didn't bet on their game or not, but uh, Kane went to Georgia Southern. It was quick-you versus quick-you, and that's a tough place to play. And my man, LaDamian Webb, had 250 yards rushing on 35 carries. Is that right? Four touchdowns. Wow. They won 38-31. So, so South is. So they're tight, technically, they're both seven and two. Okay. But Troy won the head-to-head. Right. Which we thought that was going to be the championship game on the east side anyway. Um, so it looks like whoever, between those two, uh, Troy would have to lose again. And they have like Monroe and, they only have one game left in conferences, Monroe.
2: You want to know how good Vegas is? How Monroe, is Monroe Vegas? loses by one point. The ULM Texas yeah. State line. I mean, let's be real here. Vegas isn't spending a hell of a lot of time on that game, right? Because yeah. there's not gonna be a lot of action on that game. One the line was one point five Texas State wins by one point. You kidding me. No, I That's mean Vegas, I was Vegas it is damn good.
3: Was it was that Monroe?
2: In Monroe, yeah. Probably
3: Because didn't you talk about you were taking that? I, I played, you were looking at taking I
2: played it? with taking that game and I was going to take Texas State.
3: And Monroe won, wins by one.
2: Did Monroe win or lose? They lost by one. Monroe won by one. Is that right? Yes. Oh, wow. And they were... What was the final? 31-30. Oh, okay, wow. How about that?
3: But they, they won at the very end. They were actually favored by three at the end. Okay. Final call. I mean, before it. The Sharps were right. Um, <clears throat>
2: yeah, Liberty's they, number 19, by the way, in the polls. 19? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so the uh, standings in the Sun Belt, you got <clears throat> Coastal Carolina is five and one. But here's the thing is Grayson McCall is probably out for the year. He got hurt. He got hurt. So he's probably out yeah. for the year. And so you got our guys at Georgia State sitting there with two losses. Um. So if Coastal can – and you got a bunch. You got uh, Georgia State and James Madison there at three and two. And Coastal at five and one. So that's going to be interesting to see how that finishes up. And then Troy and- – I need
2: to just stick with the Sun Belt the rest of the way. I, I've – I've been really good with the Sun Belt. I'm like 7-1 in Sun Belt games.
3: Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's it's a good conference.
2: I need to stay away from the Pac-12 and just sit in the Sun Belt. Sit in my comfort zone. All right, here's my
3: next one. I'm going to try not to get all crazy on this one. Oh, God. And and here's the scary part is it's 245, so you know what that means. Yep. I took Mississippi State minus 13 against the Auburn Tigers Saturday night. And the first half looked about what I thought it was going to look like. Mm-hmm. and then state does what they do sometimes, and they just shit in their bed and then didn't do anything in the second half, and Auburn comes back. Uh, lose that game. But let me tell you, I'm going to try not to. Lost it. Was it in overtime? It went to overtime. Yeah. They won in overtime. Okay.
4: I'm
3: a little pissed off as an Auburn person that we're celebrating participation trophies. That pisses me off, man. It really legitimately pisses me off that we're celebrating. Oh, you came close. You played hard. No. uh Uh-uh. We're not doing that. It pisses me off to no extent. We don't do participation trophies. Oh, I'm hot. I'm I'm really legitimately pissed off. Maybe
2: this is a kinder, gentler Auburn moving into a new era.
3: I'm going to try very hard not to say the F word today my mom got she did listen to that show by the way she got mad at me this weekend I guess she caught up found it but why are we celebrating participation trophies I don't understand it Ooh, you went to overtime you got beat stop high in the freaking crowd because you lost I don't understand that you got beat stop celebrating participation trophies that's not what we do If you want to be – oh, I'm still pissed. That was what I got out of that game the other night, is we're over there going, oh, great job. Way to fight. You got beat. Don't celebrate participation trophies. Yeah, I do, Connor. I do love Auburn because I went there and I actually played there. I sat and watched everybody play, but I have blood, sweat, and tears in the place. Stop celebrating participation trophies. Nobody cares. What kind of business is it, Neil?
2: It's a scoreboard business. All
3: right, were you on the uh, what side of it? Were you on? If you want to celebrate, go win the damn game, then go celebrate. You want to be on the side that has the more points. Oh, I just I, I don't I don't do it, man. I don't do participation trophies. Don't do it. If you, I, I hate it. It's it's the problem with our culture today. They the kids do it in – sell. I mean, you can be dead ass last. The biggest fight that me and my wife ever got into. Have I ever told you this?
2: I don't believe so. All right, no. the
3: biggest argument we've ever got into in our life was we were living here in Oxford with, when I was with Freeze the first time, okay? Okay. Our kids were playing baseball out here at the park, all right, and we had moved and took the job at Alabama, and camps come up, and my wife says, hey, I'm going to leave because we had camps, she, and uh, she's like, I'm going to South Carolina early, so she left for like a month to go to vacation in South Carolina the beach and so i was like my plan was is after vac after camps i'm gonna fly up there and see uh i'll fly up there and do my two weeks of vacation whatever i want to get done in those two weeks again we had just moved i show up i come home from camp one night, It's like first week of june and there is this package on my front doorstep that's like yay tall okay okay i'm like what in the hell is she ordering she's not even here it's like 11 o'clock at night i go in there and i open it up And it's like they were on like the Cardinals or something, their team. It was like it said, uh, FNC Park, uh, St. Louis Cardinals, world champions. They didn't win a game. They went over. They went over. So, you know what I did with that trophy? Threw it in the freaking trash can. I would have sent it to St. Louis. Yeah. Threw it in the trash can. Yeah. Because I don't do participation trophies. Uh Uh-uh. Okay. I don't do them. I'm with you. I don't do them. I'm with you. All right, so I threw it in a trash can. I'm totally Wife legitly pissed at me that I threw that thing in the way. I threw it in a trash can. No, they
2: didn't win a championship. They went over. They didn't win a game. Doesn't matter. if You you don't get a trophy unless you win the whole thing. So, you know, hey, good job, guys. We played
3: hard. Great job. No. No. You don't high five the fans. Now
2: you go tell your players what you need to tell them. You know, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Auburn needs to be a little careful here. And I know that this is rallying around Carnell Williams and. And it's all that stuff, and and it's, hey, we hated the coach that we hired. Uh, We're going to pay him $15 million to go away. We hired him. We did this to ourselves. We're going to celebrate his demise, which is kind of weird. But this Williams thing is be careful. You get on this road as a program. Don't go too far down the road because there's no guarantee that there's an off-ramp. And next thing you know, you get turned down by a couple of coaches, get a little antsy, Let him win a game. Let him win two games. Let him upset Alabama. Let let something weird happen. And all of a sudden, because it's emotional, and the media is going to start pushing for it, and before you know it, there's pressure, real pressure, to hire a guy as your head coach who's not ready to be your head coach. Be careful. That's all I'm going to tell you. Be careful. It's why had I been Auburn, had I been in the room, and someone said, what do we do? You'd save $2 million and fired him the next day? Nope. <laughs> let him finish. Let him finish. We can fire him as unceremoniously as we would like. We can do it on the field in Bryant Denny when the clock hits zero, but let him finish. Yeah. He's not salvaging this. Let him finish. I just. Be careful. It, everything about it makes my blood boil. Be it really careful. does. It's all I'm saying. Be careful, and everybody goes. Oh, it won't happen. I've watched it happen. Be careful. You, Every, you, I want, don't think Cohen though.
3: I, I think being him being mm, new AD, I don't think he would. I don't think he would do that. Could be a lot. Could be gonna a lot of pressure though. Be a lot I know of what pressure. You're under pressure. You Car- have a good. You have a really good point. Carnell Williams is not just
2: any former player. You're
3: right. You have a. You have a legitimate point.
2: It's not like I'm trying to think who who would be a good example here. Uh, Alex Lincoln. It's not like yeah. Alex Lincoln is doing it. Hey, Alex, if you're listening, man, hope you're doing well. That's
3: my guy. Um, it, it, it's first th- ever walk on to make it to the NFL. It's life. not even like nah. Rob
2: Pate, very popular guy. Yeah. It's not even like Kendall Simmons, very popular guy. No, no, this is this is Carnell Williams. He was a huge recruiting win. He came. He has this, this he has the nickname that he got. He was a, a legendary high school player in Alabama. He was a huge recruiting win. He never lost to Alabama. He played on that undefeated team that deserved a shot at the championship and didn't get it, and that almost made them even more romantic yeah. because they never kind of got. So if you're an Auburn fan, he was the face of a team that, along well, Jason Campbell and Ronnie Brown and all those guys that never got the chance that they deserved. And they did. They deserved a chance. But had they probably played, they would have won it. But had they played in that game and won it, yes, certainly they're legendary. Had they played in that game and lost it, people would still go, hey, that was a great team. But the fact that they never got to play the game almost makes it romantic.
3: Like an undefeated underdog.
0: Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
2: kind of makes it romantic and he was the face of that you know when, and the legendary call from you know uh, Rod Bramlett the late Rod Bramlett God rest his soul when he says go crazy C- Cadillac go crazy or whatever that that's one of their famous deals yeah. so now he's the guy taking over at a time when the programs at rock bottom and all the fans hated the other coach calling coach potato and all that stuff now you've got their guy and the social media people are putting out family family people rally around family especially there. Yeah, well, you know, anywhere. But yeah. Uh, they be apparently be, it
3: worked at LSU too.
2: <laughs> family. Be careful.
3: And this is and look, I want to say this too. This isn't about Cadillac. This is about the freaking fans, man. Stop celebrating mediocrity. Stop celebrating competing. This is not what it's about. That place is not about let's go compete and 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 lose close. Fuck that. He's, Go out and play. PC,
2: PC Rebel says, Neil, how does the let him finish argument apply to freeze and Matt Luke? Um I don't get the question. I don't really know that it did. They they had to fire they had to fire Freeze because of the thing that happened and Matt just got promoted as the interim. That was a whole season.
3: Yeah, that's different.
2: It's oh. totally different. And oh. then Matt's not the same as I mean, Matt's not the legend that I Carnell was.
3: I mean, Matt's got you know, he's played here, all that stuff, but yeah, Cadillac's yeah. like I mean, it's like I mean, he's was he not a finalist for the Heisman Trophy or he was up there, right? I can't top remember top five, six somewhere there. He had a he had a great had a special season. He had a
2: great year. The problem he had with that team was that Ronnie Brown had a great year too. Yeah, they, so they split the carries. Yeah, they split the carries, and Jason Campbell was very good that year. Yeah, they did a lot of good things. Good on but, defense too. But my 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 point is is I, you, when you do the interim thing, you got to be careful because you bring in the interim for a few games, and he rallies the troops. Got to be careful. Yeah, I
3: just I don't. Look, I don't care if it's Saturday that, you know, pocket watch saying this this year. No, it doesn't matter, guys. Look, I'm not – look, I can go ahead and tell you, it's sitting about let's go show up and play hard and, and hope we, you know, win, lose close. That's not how competitors think. All right? And if you're not an ultimate competitor, and that makes you – I'll tell you this, if I'm inside that building and anybody is happy with losing close, your ass has got to go. That's That's not what this is about. There's too much that's on the line to go in there and go – Man, I sure am happy we lost close. Fuck that. Let's go win, man. I'll
2: just tell you, I think they're gonna smoke A and M on Saturday.
3: They better. After this, after this, if they I'm going oh they they should. If it's but I I'm not I'm not about this. Anyway, tell you what, he's getting a lot of grief about it. But I'm more like in the Mike Leach school where I'm going and throwing the chairs away. Y'all don't deserve to sit down. No. Get up. Don't deserve it. I wouldn't have gone as far as what he what he said. Only he can get away with that.
2: But, I mean, like... Have you ever had a fish sandwich with lemonade? <sighs> Are you a fish sandwich guy? No. I don't know if I've ever... Even down on I'm the not, coast, like, were you a shrimp po' boy guy or a... Fl- you no, know, shrimp. Did you get the catfish. catch of the day?
3: I will do catfish, which is not real fish. I will do, like, freshly... Like, my favorite thing ever, ironically, yeah. is Felix's so, st- stuffed flounder. Yeah, They take the flounder and they put the crab meat in it. That's pretty good. But I'm not a big fish guy. My wife loves it, but... I'm not a big fish guy. I'll eat it, but I I'm not, I'm not, can't eat it every day.
2: Felix's is on the causeway. Um, is that the place I'm thinking of? There was used to be a place on the causeway that we would go all the time. Felix's
3: is a high-dollar place on the, right there on the first restaurant on yeah, the Yes, right. so
2: it wasn't Felix's. It was another place. It was closer towards Spanish Fort. Yeah, Bluegill? No, it wasn't Bluegill. I've been to Bluegill. It's the one thing I miss you about.
3: You got R and R, you got Bluegill, you got Felix's, you got a lot of those have changed.
2: We ate at Felix's a few times, but it was it was pretty high dollar. No, it's this was a uh 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 It's gonna drive me crazy. I'll search in a minute.
3: There's one that's changed names about 14 times. Oh, the uh there used to be one. It's it's right there where it was god dang it. It's changed like fourteen times.
2: Yeah, not not the oyster house. I'm pulling it up right now. Because this is gonna drive me crazy. I'm not gonna be able to focus.
3: Grind says Auburn's last Power 5 win was against Ole Miss last year. But that's what I'm saying is this isn't about I – don't, I don't care if you've lost 400 games in a row. You don't celebrate competing close. I think that's bad. That's just a terrible competitor. Like, oh, congratulations, you know, you almost won. You know what almost winning got me? Got my ass fired. Almost winning did. That's true. So, that, I don't believe in almost winning.
2: You either win or you don't. Is that it? That doesn't sound right. What's that? Maybe it's changed. This is like the, what the location.
3: Oysterellas was down there, and they've changed yeah, it. A bunch. Th-
2: this is th- that's Cafe Del Rio. That's not that's it. new. Yeah, that's new. R and R. I don't R and R is the I don't crawfish remember R and R. R and R is where they do the crawfish. Is that a new thing?
3: No, it's been there forever. But that's all. That's big crawfish place. Okay, it is on the call, on the causeway.
2: Yeah, this is. I'm not finding my. I place. guarantee
3: you, it's the one that's where the. Ralph, yeah, that's what I was thinking of, where Ralph and Cuckoo's was or is, and that one's changed a bunch. I bet you're talking about something right there.
2: Yeah, it could be. But I don't see it.
3: I love Bluegill. That's my favorite spot down there. I mean, Felix's is really good, but you got to take out a second mortgage to go bluegill i would go some on the porch and have and maybe uh, it
2: is bluegill that moisture. i'm that i'm referencing it's been a it's been a minute since we were there but we used to go
3: bluegill's been different since you've been there it wasn't there when you were there
2: oh is that right no okay yeah i, I, I can't remember my, my place is not popping up ed
3: Whatever. seafood shed that may be it ed shed yeah that's been there a while is it still there yep or it was last time i was down through
2: I'm fine then, if it's still there, edge shed mobile, yeah, it's, it seems to still be there, no moving will be replaced by new restaurant, oh there you go. there's your mobile restaurant,
3: all right, now that I'm done with that one um l s u Alabama
2: great game, very entertaining game for my guy in to be someone
3: guy I got right, one game I got right.
2: Um we used to go to Edge Shed all the time, though. It was so good.
3: LSU Alabama, uh game I knew it was gonna be close. Um I thought thirteen and a half was too much. I could have looked like a guru and just gone with well, that money line and been been setting pretty good, but I didn't. Um I didn't think LSU would win the game. Um look, people have been I love this is what I actually like about what we're doing now, is people will I mean they're going back and everybody's talking like Everybody's talking like they've been giving Brian Kelly credit for all this time. Uh, Brian Kelly's everybody's on the Brian Kelly bandwagon right now. All right, they get better every week. We've been saying it since the beginning of the summer. Mm-hmm. Since the beginning of the summer, I know right here on this show, we've been talking about, hey, they're going, he's going to win. I can't speak by other shows and what happened everywhere else. But look, he is a really good ball coach. He's won everywhere he's been. All right, and this is probably the worst team he's going. He's going to have. He's got this cat named Harold Perkins that may be the most impactful defensive player in this league. And that's yeah. it, that's including there's a guy named Will Anderson across no, the I think I
2: think right now Perkins is the most impactful player in the league.
3: It's un, This guy is unbelievable. And if people don't think that he wasn't the reason they won that game, when he was spying Bryce Young, yeah. uh, me and Dave were talking about it this morning, there was one particular play where Bryce steps up in the pocket and he's going to escape to the left. He takes two steps and he's like, oh, shit. Where did you come from? I mean, his explosion and one time he missed on a blitz, gets up and still hits the quarterback. This guy is a freak of all freaks, and talking about impacting the game. And he really hasn't started playing for the last three weeks. Like he had certain packages, but he's now he's playing every snap now. Yeah, dude, it's changed their team.
2: It's changed their team. No, he's completely changed them. He came in; they were down fourteen to nothing to Ole Miss. He came in, and ever since then they have. They have been a dominant not dominant, but just explosive. Explosive defense against Ole Miss and, and Alabama. Yeah.
3: Dude, the guy's freakazoid. Um and then uh but look at the end of at the end of the day, um I thought it was a really good call by Brian Kelly for going for two.
2: Oh, absolutely. It was um, absolutely the call.
3: He knew and I can tell you what was going through his head
2: anyway. Well, he knew they were going to get the ball. If, if he makes the extra point, they're getting the ball next, and they're going to have to go for two the second time. You're going to run your play, so why not go ahead and run it? So he run. He was running a pick play,
3: and he knew really, really quickly that they were the officials were letting them play. Yeah. Okay, and I'm okay about it. I'm not, I'm not the guy, oh, this you're going to probably – I haven't even looked today, but I imagine there's Alabama fans upset about calls and stuff. There was a very obvious block in the back on the last touchdown like bad, blatant, and they right in front of the official. He's o- looking right at it. On
2: Daniels touchdown?
3: Yes. Okay. And they did not call it. Which I'm cool with because they didn't call it either way, right? I'm not you know, if as long as you don't call it either way, I'm good. But at that moment he knew that he was running that play, which was massive offensive pass interference. But look, they don't they're not gonna call it. It's a great job on Kelly's part uh to run that and it was you know, they he actually commented I think later that they ran that play in like fourteen at Notre Dame where yep. they got called for pass interference. Um, but, look, it's everybody has a version of that play in their offense. And if you know they're they're not going to call it, shoot, run it. And they did, and it worked. So, uh, kudos for them. Uh, Alabama will have to rebound and come back. We'll talk about that in a second. You want to get to this NFL stuff before we move on?
2: Yeah, we'll touch on the NFL, which is about the only place I ever do anything. Although this week I wasn't very good in the NFL. I had Dolphins minus five. They did not cover. They won, didn't cover. I had Fal- Falcons plus three. They pushed against the Did you Chargers. watch this game? Uh, I watched some of it. I got more into the Vikings game, and I was watching the Dolphins game. Did you see what happened at the end? uh, No. All right, so
3: the Chargers are driving down to kick the field. Game's tied. They're they're in field goal range. And Eckler fumbles, and Atlanta picks the ball up and runs it back to midfield. And Guy is running down the sideline, so he's going to get in field goal position for the Falcons to actually win. And he just fumbles the ball. He just drops it on his own. San Diego recovers it around midfield, gets about twenty yards, and kicks the field goal. Like the same thing that happened to them last week. Turn around and, and bit them this week. So I guess it's fifty fifty. But uh, Atlanta should have won the game and they didn't.
2: I uh, had Vikings minus three and a half. They uh, they did what they
3: didn't do what Troy did. Yeah, they had two shots at it and didn't score a touchdown. Yeah. Kick the field
2: goal. I was I was hopeful there, but got
3: me too.
2: Um, my team, the team that I'm I, 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 obviously Neil's team now. The <laughs> McCready Media NFL Team of the Week, Team of the Year, probably for you. Seattle Seahawks just continue to be good to me. I love you guys, Geno Smith, dominating performance. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, uh, Kenneth Walker, Kenneth Walker
3: running the ball possessed.
2: Uh, Pete Carroll and the gang. Everybody, listen, listen. (laughs) Hey, I love you. We're all together. (laughs) Um, I just want you to know that I, I. I was with you. I never never wavered on on Sunday. I
3: look. I think they're underdogs this week. I already looked. I was like Neil's picking the Seahawks this week. Oh, I'm
2: getting points. I think oh, you're getting points give... this week. I don't remember who they're playing. I'll look it up. And then we talked about the Eagles game. Whatever. Was, yeah. that, was, that was that was that was my bad. Philadelphia. I don't hold it against you. It's totally my fault. All right.
3: Uh, games we didn't talk about. I had the the Packers minus three and a half, and watched Aaron Rodgers throw three interceptions cool. in the end zone.
2: They were bad. They were bad.
3: You know what? And I look. I love Aaron Rodgers, and I think from a. Brady gets a lot of credit because of how many titles he's won. Yeah. But I could make an argument with you that Aaron Rodgers has been the better quarterback because he hasn't had any talent around him and what he's done. Yeah. But Dude, it's, his father time has like oof. he his accuracy. And then here's the thing is I'm cool. And you see Brady do it too. Sometimes you mess up. Sometimes you can't say it's my bad. Hey, I screwed up, but it's always everybody else's fault. Uh, deflecting blame is a sign of weakness. So they, they screwed me on that one. Um, Patriots over the Colts was free money. That was my favorite bet of the week in NFL. You nailed that one. Um, Colts are just anemic on offense, especially with Sam Ellinger. Do you know they went almost – I don't think he completed a pass in the first half. It was crazy. Some crazy
2: stat. I glanced at it. It was – I was watching the Bengals a lot early. I'm mad at myself, too. That was – here's my anger at myself as I was – the game that I really liked was Bengals minus seven and a half, and I didn't do it in large part. I didn't do it in large part because of fandom and stuff. It's a dumb thing to do, just – Go with it.
3: Joe Mixon, I think, had to set a fantasy record yesterday. had five touchdowns, like 221 all-purpose yeah, he yards. Was, he's played, I know when I looked last, he, he playing had 57 possessed. points. Yeah. And then I had the Titans plus 12 and a half last night. And, uh, hey, Malik Willis actually played semi-decent last night. Didn't get him beat. Um, yeah, he was okay. But, dude, the Titans don't get enough credit on defense. Well. Dude, Jeffrey Simmons is a grown-ass man.
2: Here's my other hot take is we are all desperate to give the Chiefs and the Bills the AFC title. And I think yesterday should be a reminder that mm, there's still some other teams out there. There's still more to go. There's there's we're not I'm not we, we need to back off that narrative. It's 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 premature. Yeah, dude.
3: Derrick Henry's playing as good as he's ever played, and their defense Jeffrey Simmons is a dude. Jeffrey Simmons is a stud of studs. He is. Um all right.
2: I mean, so, hey, uh, real quick, because we're going to talk about the college games. Yep. here's the NFL slate for this week. It's really interesting. Oh, I already know one. Boom. Uh, Atlanta minus three at Carolina. It's an interesting game. Seattle plus two and a half at Tampa. Hello. How is that? What?
3: But here's the thing. That's in that's in England too, right? That's it's in the Dublin. Pond. But it's across the pond,
2: right? Is, is it Dublin or Munich? Yeah, they're leaving Germany. Germany. Yep. They're leaving on Wednesday. Uh, Jacksonville at Kansas City, that's a a nine-and-a-half point line, big line. Uh, Minnesota is at Buffalo. Minnesota getting seven-and-a-half at Buffalo. Interesting line. Houston is Allen's
3: hurt, too, by the way.
2: He's going to play, but he's hurt. Houston is at the Giants. Uh, Houston a a six-and-a-half point dog. Denver a three-point dog in Nashville against the uh, Titans. Cleveland a uh, four-point dog at Miami. Miami burns me every week. I've got to stop. Uh, Detroit getting two and a half at Chicago. That's an interesting line. Saints giving two and a half. That line will probably change because the Saints play tonight. Saints at Pittsburgh minus two and a half. What is it at tonight, by the way? Because I'm going to bet on it. Uh, Baltimore minus two at New Orleans. It's moving hard. Tonight. Uh, Indianapolis is at Vegas. Indy uh, getting six and a half. Mm Interesting. Interesting. Oh, boy, I see see another one. Uh, Cowboys minus five at Green Bay. Cardinals plus three at the Rams. Chargers plus seven at the Niners is the Sunday night game. Mm. Oh, yeah, that that line's right on the money. And then uh, the Monday night game, the Commanders getting 11 at Philadelphia.
3: GJ said, "Why is Jeffrey Simmons unblockable? Because he's pissed off on every play, and he's got elite quick twitch and elite power. There's only, in my opinion, there's only one better defensive lineman right now in the NFL, and that's Aaron Donald. And Jeffrey Simmons is right behind him. Yeah, he's, the guy. And he's if he was playing, player. if he was playing in a bigger market, he would get more respect. But he's playing in Tennessee. But he's a dude, man.
2: All right, so let's look ahead a little bit to uh, some Week Eleven games in All right. college football." Um we got games starting on Tuesday. Got some action. Got some action. Uh, we're not going to touch all these games, I promise you guys. Uh, Eastern Michigan is minus 7.5 at Akron. Ohio is minus 1.5 at Miami. Uh, Ball State's an 11.5-point dog at Toledo. Those are your three Tuesday night action games, followed by three Wednesday night action games. Kent State minus 2.5 at Bowling Green. Buffalo and Central Michigan now at Pick'em. Northern Illinois and Western Michigan, a pick 'em. So a couple of uh, quickie clouds. a couple of fun games in the uh, in the MAC. Got some Thursday night action: Tulsa's at Memphis, uh, Georgia Southern at Louisiana Lafayette. What's that line at? Three and a half. Georgia Southern getting three and a half.
3: Yeah, that's gonna be a good
2: game. Yeah, I've, I've every done, yeah. I'm gonna leave it alone. I don't I don't like either side of that enough to use one of my picks. Uh, Friday we got. Uh, Three games, East Carolina, plus five-and-a-half at Cincinnati. Yeah. Ooh, I might That's going to be a bar one. burner.
3: Talked to my boys at Cincinnati today. They uh, East Carolina's a good team, man.
2: Yeah, Cincinnati's a good team.
3: Yeah, they're both good teams, but yeah. it's a it's a it's uh, this end of the American conference, good mm-hmm. conference, a lot of really good games here at the end.
2: Fresno State uh, at UNLV, UNLV at home, uh, getting nine-and-a-half points, getting nine-and-a-half from Fresno.
3: Yeah. Uh, Got nothing for
2: you. And then uh, Colorado at USC, this is a line, 34 points. Not touching it. (laughs) All right, so we'll get into the Saturday games. Just tell me when some of these strike your fancy. LSU minus three at Arkansas, a game that uh, Ole Miss and Alabama, they can say they won't be watching it. They're going to be watching it because this is a – This is a
3: big game for both programs.
2: I don't see how this is close. I'm just telling you now. Uh, right. I think LSU, I think LSU boat races Arkansas. I, uh,
3: here's why. I would say I say temper. Here and here's why. Okay. One, I don't know why. I don't know why. I think LSU drops one of these last two. On the road at Arkansas. But if you or told me that, A&M. I would say
2: it's A&M. It's going to be cold. cuz Devin Devin A chain gives A&M something. I'm with you. Um they're the quarterbacks can throw the football down the field. The, the assuming he doesn't still have the flu. Um, they've got some receivers that can make plays in the open field, and they're far more talented up front on defense than Arkansas is. And so you can give you can give LSU some fits with the talented off defensive front. I
3: don't know why, dude. I think they drop one of the two, if not both. Arkansas. I can't. I'm saying I'm being serious, man. Um, Ooh,
2: hot takes. I, I mean, let me, I just—I I need some mitts.
3: It's not, but because you got to remember this, and this is the SEC playing on the road in this league is very difficult.
2: Keep talking. I got to get some. Got to get
3: some mitts. And at the end of the day, I don't know why, but both of those programs, A and M and Arkansas, have enough ass to kick ass. Um, Arkansas is going to get a lot of um, disdain because of the way they looked last week. But Arkansas is probably the most Jekyll and Hyde team in the entire country. I mean, one week they look great, one week they look terrible. Um, if they get hot at the right time,
2: <laughs> if they get hot when at when the When you burn your hands, it really hurts. You don't think there's any way they lose a game? When you burn your hands, it really hurts, and I'm not—I'm not playing with that. I've done it before. Where you forget that the oven's hot, you forget something, and and you do it. No, no, i am i am i got my, the good mitts. Here's Protect the thing. myself.
3: Here's the thing. Is Whew. it's easy if you don't remember anything else I ever say. It's easy to get to the top, but it's harder to stay there. And if Arkansas has character at all. They're going to come out and compete this week, and they have enough ass to kick ass. Now, will they win? I don't know, but I think they. I think LSU drops one of these last two. I do. Um, SEC games. I don't know why. I have no. They'll be favoring both. <coughs> I just, it's a weird league, man. And it's not that weird. It's pretty weird this year. Um, who else you got? Whew. I broke that down while you're getting your oven mitts. Okay. I'm kind of impressed that you have matching oven mitts.
2: You ever used two, met, two met of my them? My wife.
3: Yeah, but you use two oven mitts when you take stuff out of the oven.
2: If if it's going to be some like big Pyrex dish full of like jambalaya or something, yeah, yeah of course.
3: Uh-huh. I just go mismatching if I have to do two. But
2: I'm looking for the because I know people are talking about the weather. It's going to be like
3: high forty four, low of twenty one. I've already 20.
2: looked. Yeah. Okay. So I've got
3: sunshine though, no rain.
2: Got Fayetteville, Arkansas, high of forty six, low of twenty three. But the game, the game's going to be during the day. But it's going so to be gonna eleven play o'clock in the
3: forties. Mo- it'll be eleven o'clock in the morning when so they get kick there. Off, it's it'll be, be forty
2: two, forty three. It'll warm up to forty six.
3: It'll be in the low high thirties, low forties when I kick You're it off. They're
2: Not dying, no precipitation, zero percent chance, sunshine, sun keeps you warm. I'm just letting you know,
3: one of these two games, and you don't think, you got two fan bases. Well that's two thirty game that's going on Saturday. You got two fan bases that are gonna be losing their mind if Arkansas is winning by the time or wins by the time kickoff starts.
2: Yep. It's not happening. You don't think, huh? No. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. I'm just saying. Notre Dame at Navy. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Missouri a twenty one point dog at Tennessee. I think I'm gonna lay the points. Oh. I wouldn't touch that. Why? Uh, because Tennessee's still a really good team. They just ran into a buzzsaw.
3: But you wouldn't take Tennessee minus 21 points?
2: No, because if you told me Missouri, who's been hanging around in every game, hangs around.
3: I'm with you, but they just don't score a lot, and Tennessee can and has to.
2: Yeah, what if if Tennessee a little flat getting off? I don't think they would be. Here's one that I don't hate. All right. Kind of weird in Morgantown. I don't hate Oklahoma minus eight at West Virginia. Boy, that's a weird one, isn't it? I know it's a weird game. I didn't I wouldn't want to go with the with the Mountaineers right now, as weird as they are. And it's
3: hard not to take the Mountaineers when they're at home.
2: Why is Pittsburgh only a four point favorite at Virginia?
3: Because they have no quarterback. Okay. It's me and you out there playing quarterback. Uh,
2: Vanderbilt getting 17 and a half at Kentucky. I went off on that on the Oxford XL podcast today. Yeah. Absolutely. uh um, you ever get tired, just throw a go route. Illinois, uh, minus six and a half at home against Purdue.
3: Purdue struggled with Iowa. All right, here's the Purdue's thing, though. If they can't run the football, because they got me and you playing running back. Yeah. When they play these teams that stop the run, they struggle, man. And Illinois can stop the run. I, I I would probably lean Illinois on that one.
2: Yeah, i definitely lean Illinois there. Uh Liberty. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Liberty minus fourteen and a half at UConn. What's that money line there, Neil? Uh, the uh, UConn money line is plus four sixty. Don't don't do something where I've got to cheer for Liberty in a game. Okay, don't. I got a hot
3: take for you, Neil? Yeah. Come Thursday, because your boy. I, I'm look. So my wife comes in Sunday, pissed off, and she asked me. She thinks I'm going. I'm going to die of pneumonia now. So since when the wife gets pissed off, I take shit serious. So, I've, I've, I've started my Monday this morning looking for possible money lines. Yeah. UConn over Liberty is one of my favorite money line plays of the week.
4: Okay.
3: UConn right. sneaky good. Not good. Sneaky okay. They're playing at home. They got the momentum. They needed to get bowl eligible. Liberty coming off the high.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Where's Hughes' attention? Albert, <clears throat> Just saying.
2: SMU's at South Florida. SMU a seventeen and a half point favorite at USF. I'm 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 tempted to just lay them the over under here seventy four down to seventy two. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, great, awesome. Uh, Virginia Tech ten and a half point uh, dog at Duke. No, Indiana, your guys at Indiana. I'm tempted to take the points on this one. There will be 40 of them. You get a lot. 40 points uh, at Ohio State. The over-under how much, 57. How many and a half. points does
3: Indiana have to go score for you to cover that game?
2: 10. They can't stop Ohio State.
3: Is 10 enough, though?
2: Mm, I don't know. Uh, James Madison giving seven and a half to Old Dominion in Norfolk. Mm-mm. ULM, uh, the uh, Warhawks, Georgia getting State. 14 at Georgia State. Hey, remember my man,
3: Sean Elliott? Yeah. Sean to Charlotte. Sean Elliott to Charlotte. You know what they did to the Southern Miss to the top, Golden Eagles, this past weekend? Whipped them pretty good. Pretty good. I don't know. Hey, he's got something going over there. He figures out how to win the back end of the season. They've won like five or six or some four or five. I don't know. They're on a hot streak. Uh,
2: Temple is plus 20 at Houston.
3: My man D.J. Uh, my guy is Uh
2: my guys, Western Kentucky. They play your your Auburn Tigers next week. Western Kentucky giving 12 and a half at home to Rice.
3: What what's the Auburn, Western Kentucky line going to be next week?
2: Auburn minus seven and a half.
3: Early money line candidate.
2: Yeah. Yeah. UMass is at Arkansas State. 17 point line there. Uh Maryland plus ten and a half at Penn State. I'm looking for money lines right now as we eh. as we talk. I don't like that. one. Uh, Alabama minus eleven and a half at Ole Miss. If you're looking for a money line, Ole Miss is a three sixty money line.
3: That's going up. Then it was like two two something two eighty or something when I looked at it.
2: Louisville is a uh, here's this is probably the leader in the clubhouse for me. Louisville is at Clemson. Uh, the line is 7. Clemson favored by 7. The Louisville money line is 235. You can get a 2200 money line on Nebraska at Michigan. Uh, the UCF two-lane line is 2. UCF uh, a two-point underdog. The UCF money line, however, is just plus 110. They're yeah. not, nobody's, there's no bargain there. Uh, Boston College is getting 19 at NC State. No. Northwestern getting 17.5 at Minnesota. Did you see this game?
3: Northwestern Ohio State. Yeah, I watched some of it. How about that win, dude? That was crazy. You, I, couldn't, you couldn't throw the ball. They did you see the pre on the kicker from Ohio State? Yeah. Kicked the ball and went
2: backwards? That's great. Uh Miami of, of uh Florida, <sighs> the worst Miami. They uh they get a point at Georgia Tech that tells you everything you need to know. Mm. Iowa State giving a point, my Cyclones giving a point at Oklahoma State. <sighs> Oklahoma State, dude. It's bad. It's bad. i I mean, the quarterback. <sighs> tells you how much Sanders meant to him. Wisconsin is a point and a half favorite at Iowa, but the money line's minus 105. Was well, so he over
3: one, under six in this game or what? 36 and a half.
2: I was starting to find some offense. They ran this play. <laughs> it was crazy. So the quarterback took the ball and he faked a handoff. Yeah, no, no, he faked it. Wow. He. Faked it to the running back. Okay. okay. All right. And then it drew the linebackers in a little bit. No. And apparently they call this um, play action. Gotcha. Okay.
3: Yeah. But we haven't got to the RPOs yet.
2: (laughs) Hey, Siri, what is an RPO? Is that a – Recruitment process outsourcing. No, we're we're not. We're not. We have not processed our recruiting. Although we could, because I would quick you and outsource our recruiting. Could so he fakes the handoff. All right, and then drops back to pass. No, no. And oh, this is the best part. I couldn't believe this. They ran a receiver on a post route. It's called a bang eight. And then they ran, they flooded underneath the zone where the linebackers were, one behind them and another one up top oh. to take away. Yeah. And then then the quarterback <laughs> he threw the ball. He literally it was it's called a forward pass. Wow. He threw it past the line of scrimmage downfield. And he connected with the wide receiver. It was like a 25-yard gain. Oh, you're killing me. It was unbelievable. I love it. So, uh, Iowa, point and a half dog, but there's no value there. Uh, Vegas Vegas is not wanting you to try to cash in on that. New Mexico is a 23-point dog uh, at Air Force. My boy's from Ruston, Louisiana Tech, getting 18 at UTSA uh arizona state getting nine at washington state uh um, my troy trojans laying nine against army not touching that dude
3: points will be at a triple option <laughs> ultra not premium Not
2: touching that uh app state giving a point at marshall this should be a really good game all right i low-key like
3: I, i've already looked at it i kind of like app state in this game okay marshall for what is like reverse splits they don't play well at home
2: yeah, Sammy says the Iowa offensive coordinator has admitted that play was a mistake. It was supposed to be a full back dive. <laughs> Find everybody; they're, they're running right now. Uh, uh, let's see what else we got. Um, Charlotte getting ten and a half at Middle Tennessee. Yuck. Uh, uh, North Texas getting five at UAB. That'd like be a good game.
3: Well, I like that. I like North Texas in this one. Yeah,
2: UAB struggling a little.
3: Well, they're competitive. They lost in two, double overtime last week. I mean, they're, they've been. In every game, but North Texas is pretty damn good now. Yeah.
2: I said that back in the beginning of the year, and you rolled your eyes at me. Which one? North Texas. I told you North Texas was no, going to be I'm good this I'm just telling you what you did. I'll have to go back and find it. Yeah. South Carolina. Here's one. South Carolina getting seven and a half at Florida. You like the Gators big here, don't you? I'm taking the Gators on this
3: one. Um, we had good Anthony Richardson. You know how we had good bow, bad Bow. Yep. Now we had good Anthony Richardson on Saturday. They look like a real football team Saturday, uh, even though they were playing – Texas A and the flu Texas A&M flu Aggies, um, but dude, they Anthony Richardson played well Saturday. My
2: South car My South Alabama Jags uh, giving sixteen and a half in Mobile to Texas State. Uh, that's a little that's a lot. Lot. A
3: little big. Though they could win by forty. I mean, it's, it's speaking
2: just, of sixteen and a half point lines, Georgia giving sixteen and a half in Starkville to Mississippi State. Lay them.
3: Agreed. Lay them. Because if you can't, the thing is, that's killing a state right now is running the football.
2: Uh, Heisman front runner Bo Nix and the Oregon Ducks laying thirteen and a half at home against Washington. How's
3: Grind handling Bo
2: Nix being all this Heisman conversation? <clears throat> Probably hurts.
3: Hey, I gotta give him to it though. He's he's rallied since week one.
2: Uh, Kansas State plus three at Baylor. Good game. Good game. Kansas plus four at Texas Tech. Good game. Got some good Big Twelve's been entertaining this year. They're just solid, man. Everybody's the same. Uh Wyoming is at Colorado State. FAU is at FIU. The Owl's giving sixteen on the road. TCU in Texas. Game Days, big game. TCU minus seven. Line surprise you here? At Texas. A little. You could have got me with three. TCU has been playing with its food a little. They have been. TCU has been playing with the fire without the mitts. They're going to they're gonna have to step up a little this week or I think Texas gets them.
3: Yeah. I mean, Texas is kind of like Arkansas a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit. They show up. Sometimes they don't.
2: North Carolina getting three and a half at Wake Forest. I don't hate this game. I'm just letting you know right now is – North Carolina T- Tar Heels are sitting here like 8-1, cuz. Yeah, I don't hate this. I'm going to get a 150 money line on this. Nice, easy play. Texas A&M, the money line's just 110. What's the over-under in that game? Uh, 76.
3: <laughs> I knew it was going to be high, but damn. Yeah.
2: Texas A&M's at Auburn. Texas A&M getting two points on the plains against the Tigers. Over-under is <sighs> 49. The, uh, the money line for the Aggies is just 110.
3: I'm not touching it.
2: Here's an interesting game because Coastal Carolina lost their quarterback. They got to play Southern Miss. Where's it at? In Coastal, it's eleven point line. The money line of Southern Miss, if you're looking for a value bet, buy is three thirty.
3: Uh, I haven't watched enough of them.
2: Florida State's at Syracuse. The uh, Seminoles, a seven point favorite in uh, Syracuse. The Syracuse money line two ten.
3: Well, they fell fast, didn't they?
2: Yeah, Cal is at Oregon State. Oregon State giving fourteen. If if I play on a Big Ten game, this is probably my game. Um, Stanford is plus twenty four at Utah. Arizona plus nineteen and a half at. What's the money line? Stanford Utah money line. Eleven hundred. Stanford's not beating Utah. Well, you
3: said they weren't going to beat Notre Dame either.
2: That's a good point. Uh, Boise State. After burning me, they go to uh, Nevada. They are giving 21 to uh, the Wolfpack. San Jose State's a two-and-a-half point favorite over San Diego State. And then finally, uh, Utah State minus 11 and a half at Hawaii. That's your games for the week.
3: Yeah, I talked to Utah State this morning. They got it going. They got to go to Hawaii. That's got to be a fun trip, huh?
2: Yeah, and Utah State, by the way, is is minus eleven point five. The uh, yeah, I'm
3: not picking Hawaii.
2: the The money line there is Hawaii plus three sixty. Money line on San Diego State's plus one fifteen. If you want a big money line, Nevada's plus nine
3: fifty. What? Uh, all right.
2: So, what's your gut? Alabama show up or not? Um, look, I think Alabama shows up. Um. But I I have a difficult time believing that a team that spent the offseason motivated by losing the national championship, spent the season believing they were going to play for a national title, that's off the table now. They're not realistically playing for a national title. I guess it's conceivable that they could talk themselves into it, but they're not. And I don't think Nick Saban's going to sit there and lie to his team and go, hey, we can get back in this.
3: No, he would have mentioned
2: it today. He didn't. Um, so I think they show up, but I don't think they have. It's a team that you saw me earlier today. It's a team that's played without edge all year on the road. And I don't think they're going to suddenly find that edge. Now, I don't think this is a great matchup for Ole Miss, obviously, for a number of reasons. But you're catching them right. But you're catching them at literally the right time. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing, right? How much pride do they play with and how much just can't get back up? Is it? They are, at the end of the day, humans. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I say that all the time and, and people get irritated with me, but sometimes, sometimes we forget that these are kids and that they woke up on Sunday after a long night In Baton Rouge, a disappointing night. They woke up on Sunday with, we're not, we're not going to win a championship.
3: It's the first time we're not going to play for a championship. First time in a regular season since two thousand and ten. By the way, it's a long time. I mean, it's
2: why look if you, I mean, if you are looking for a value play, Ole Miss can run the football. Um, Lane is known for his scripting. If you told me that Ole Miss got out to a lead, and Alabama just kind of couldn't ever really fully answer the bell, I'd buy it. I think it's a bad
3: matchup for Alabama. I mean, for uh, Ole Miss, I do too. If Alabama shows up ready to play, they've really. and you asked me this question earlier today. They've never really. They've pretty much been the same team, regardless. Home or away? I mean, like they just haven't had that edge all year. Does it change now? I don't know. I would look. I would think they show up and play. I
2: do. Here's the here's the here's what I'm asking though. The Two fifteen. They they know LSU thirty four. Arkansas twenty one. It's over. You're not going to Atlanta. You're not winning the championship. Any 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 chance of that dream is lost. Does it take just a little juice off of them that day?
3: I don't. I you, you've don't been inside yeah, the building. I would I say. I would say no. Okay, I was. I coached in one of the, one of these games before when we got the kick six year, and we had to go to, but it was a month of it. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. had a month of, agents had a month of. I'm going pro. You know this is before people were opting out. They weren't opting out, but the preparation wasn't there. The practice, same juice in practice. The thing that kind of – What happened in that bowl game? We got our ass kicked by Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, You know, the thing that probably he has said it, I think in damn near every press conference he's had for the last month or two months, is the way they're preparing, the right way to prepare for the games – and that place is different. And I tell people this all the time. I used to tell recruits this. Look, that place is not for everybody. It's not. you got to be a different breed to, yeah. to coach there. you got to be a different breed to work there. you got to be a different breed to play there. Because it's not Snow Clouds, Bunny Rabbits, and My Little Ponies. The practices are very difficult. Uh, but they, you know, iron sharpens iron. I mean, we used to joke where the best game in college football was, was period four on Tuesdays. was the best best college football game that went on. Because it was good versus good. Right. I mean, there there's some dudes out there now. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about when you're, when you're running back room was T.J. Yeldon, Kenyon Drake, Derek Henry, and Alvin Kamara. Inside's pretty fun to watch. Oh, and you got Amari Cooper out there. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty fun to watch team good on good on Tuesdays at, four, at period four. Um, But he keeps saying this. I haven't been there. I haven't asked anybody. But the the practices were tough. I remember uh I remember Austin Shepard one year. He was our right uh right guard and we were playing um uh, Mississippi State and I came we we had we were beating him pretty good, but it was like thirty one to ten or something and he comes off the sideline, I said, You good? And he started laughing. He says, Am I good? He goes, We've played what, sixty plays? He says, Hell I go two hundred and fifty plays on Tuesday. I mean, he goes, Game day's an off day. And the way we practiced has been criticized a lot, even by some assistant coaches that have been through there. Because we felt towards the end of the year we were getting, we were wearing each other down so much. Yeah. But at the same time, there's an edge you develop from doing that. Sure. So it's kind of a catch-22. I don't know if they've changed. I don't know. Um, But – it comes down to preparation. But to me, if Alabama shows up and is Alabama, then I think it's a bad matchup for Ole Miss. But Ole Miss is catching them in the right time. Um, and can, if they slow down the running game, can Jackson Dart do enough with the passing game of the receivers versus everything else and have enough time with Will Anderson, those guys come off the edge to to win a game? I don't know.
2: And I want to see how much Ole Miss runs Dart. Oh, it's if I'm Ole Miss – it's
3: all – we're all hands on deck. Oh, sure. I mean, I don't care if Dart's got to carry the ball 76 times this game. This sure. is – this is because – now, you, let's look at it from the Ole Miss perspective. Mm-hmm. I mean, weird things happen. I know we say this can happen. happen. Look, Ole Miss, in my opinion, if they can run the – figure out a way to run the table, I mean, you're 11-1 and at the end of the year.
2: Oh, of course.
3: You need one LSU loss and you're in Atlanta. Sure. Hell, you may – there's just weird things could happen. And you could find your way in the conversation anyway. Now, I know you're behind the eight ball a little bit with Georgia and Tennessee. Yeah, it'd be tough.
2: But weird it, things happen. It, it, weird things do happen. It'd be tough to get there. I um, mean, the, the Ole, Ole Miss's path is win out, get help from either Arkansas or A and M, and get to the SEC championship game. We're, we're talking about a bad matchup. But yeah, but re- you regardless, s- you take a shot at that point.
3: But but all that being said. I mean, it's it's all hands on deck, man. If the kicker's got to run it 46 times, whatever. We got to do. it's you're, you're laying it on the line. And look, we can say we want to. Yep. But these two guys that are going against each other this weekend, they don't like each other. And they want to win really bad.
2: Oh, no question.
3: Like really bad. There's, Both sides.
2: There's no question. Both look, sides really want to win the game. Everybody
3: can say what they want to. Nick Saban would rather lose to Satan than lose to Lane. Okay. He doesn't want to ever lose to Lane
2: just don't know how you get that message across to your kids on a this. Like it doesn't this. matter, you won't. That that stuff right. doesn't matter, right? right. Like the kids, the kids don't buy into that. Yeah, no. And vice versa. Right, sure. But look, Lane
3: would rather beat would rather lose every game of the year and beat Nick.
2: Oh, there's no doubt.
3: That's what he wants to do. Sure. I mean, and so it's it's interesting on a lot of levels. Um and to, to answer your question, I guess it matters on who shows up. I think if Alabama shows up, I think Alabama wins if Alabama doesn't show up, and Ole Miss plays well, I think they can win. There's no reason that you don't, you don't know. I, mean, I think Ole Miss
2: will show up.
3: They're going to show up.
2: Yeah. I, I, now, the one thing that could happen for Ole Miss that the moment could get really big is if the opposite of what we just said was true, if at two fifteen it goes final and it's Arkansas 34, LSU 27 or something, right, where all of a sudden, holy shit, we're playing in a national quarterfinal game. In yeah, that moment, it's where, big for both whoa. teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, well, for Alabama, though, LSU would have to lose again. Yeah. That's why, credit to Sabin, he's not standing up there doing the, hey, we still, there's a way. I mean, he, he, know, the odds are. There's a clearer path for Ole Miss to go. Yeah, the there. odds are LSU's not losing both of their remaining SEC games. Yeah. There's no point in playing that game with your kids.
3: Yeah. I, I just, it's going to be, uh, it'll be interesting. I, I think it's going to be, um, I said line 11
2: and a half?
3: Yeah. I mean, I don't even think that's a good line. I don't think it's anywhere close to 11 and a half. I think it's either Alabama by a bunch or or Ole Miss is, It's not. Even, you know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't I'll don't be
2: honest, I won't do it because it's an SEC game, but if if I were had those games, the Ole Miss, the Ole Miss money line – It's almost
3: like I would play that or I wouldn't play it.
2: Yeah. The Ole Miss money line would be on my list of games to think about because I'd be like, look, either Alabama's going to win – Convincingly, seventeen points yeah. or whatever, or if it gets fourth quarter and it's super close, I like Ole Miss. I'm with you. I'm either playing the money line or I'm not playing it. Yeah,
3: does that make sense?
2: Yeah, for sure. I'm not. I'm not picking Ole Miss to stay within seven and cover the spread. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't see that. If I if I'm picking Ole Miss, I'm going all in on the money line, and if I'm picking Alabama, I'm picking Alabama to win seventeen points because Ole Miss can't. Block their guys off the edge and I think
3: you'll know really really early if Ole Miss can run the ball effectively in this game they will have a a better than a puncher's chance of winning the game
2: the game that I'm suddenly interested in because all of you guys keep doing this I think the people in the stream are doing it with their hearts this this Arkansas is going to do you a favor against LSU there was just no sign of that life last week from Arkansas that, that, that I was, have
3: to I have to admit i'm'm I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the stream side on this
2: one you're cheering for it emotionally.
3: No, I don't have any emotional attachment yeah. to
2: anything. Well, I know that. I'm just saying, I think people, you like the idea of the excitement of it. Like, oh, changes that game. Because the, here's the truth. Look, Here's Arkansas- the truth. The juice is kind of off. I mean, this Alabama Ole Miss game's big, but it's not what we thought it was going to be three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, we thought this could be this monster game, man. Oh, one one week ago. Oh, wow. This could be this huge game. And it's not. It's still really big. Don't get me wrong. But game day was coming. Game day's not here.
3: But you got SEC Nation now. Yeah,
2: that's awful. It's the worst show. You – I'm going to tell you, you ever – Sorry, I had to. I'm you sorry. show up at my house on Saturday morning and that show's on. Seriously, in that moment, I want you to do two things. Okay? <sighs> Call 911. <laughs> and then help me. Because I'm probably – you're going to look at me and be like – All right. I'm being – blanking. What's yeah, be, I'm gonna be blinking at you like, help me, S.O.S. Yeah, it's gonna be. You will, you will know that I am being held against my will, and that somebody, maybe behind the chair, up in the ceiling, somewhere, someone's got like a gun pointed at me, because that's the only way I'd watch that show. Yeah.
3: And can I, by the way, I got something I want to say about that too, because I saw. Look, every time Alabama is, loses a game, or especially when they lose two games or out of it, you have to hear, "Oh, it's over! It's over!" Like, guys. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Guys, stop.
2: No, I'm not doing that. Stop. They recruit too high for me
3: to do Stop. That. As long as that guy is the head coach there, they're going to be – it's not over.
2: Yeah, no. Agree completely.
3: And look, you know what's going to happen? Let me tell you what's going to happen in about two months. They're going to go in the portal, and they're going to get a quarterback that you don't think they're supposed to get. And they're going to be right back to where they're supposed to be. Could be. I mean, that's what's going to happen.
2: Speaking of, uh, we'll be back on Thursday with another edition of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Rain Total Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel. To learn more, we'll have a Make It Rain Thursday. Make it rain. Make our picks and uh, get you ready for another weekend of uh, college football in the NFL. So thanks to everybody in the stream for being with us. Appreciate it. For Tyler, I'm Neil. Take it easy.